My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Don't have time to work out? Well, that's where our free 10-minute classes come into your life. You can go ahead and sign up over at themerrymakersisters.com forward slash five days and we'll send you five days of 10-minute classes, yoga, Pilates, all of the goodness to make you feel absolutely amazing. Emma, are you excited? Oh, yes. These are my favorite classes. Bring it on. We'll see you super soon on the mat over at themerrymakersisters.com forward slash five days. Welcome to episode 297 on the Get Married podcast. We hope you're having a great day. Yeah, or evening. Or evening, or afternoon, or morning. Uh, If you missed last week's episode, we did, actually. We missed it. (laughs) Uh, But that's why we published one of our guided meditations Mm. from the Merry Body Online Studio. And it's actually one of our very favorites. It's called Embody. And it's a technique that guides you to really focus on every single part of your body, but not just like fill your legs, fill your arms. It's not like that. It really guides you quite quickly to bring awareness to every inch of your body. So I'm talking like we go like toenails, the spaces in between the toenails, the ankle joints and all the like it really just makes you feel everything so much more than what you usually would regarding your body. Yeah, I think it's definitely one of my most favorite guided meditations, especially ones about the physical body. I mean, if you struggle even with guided meditation, I really recommend you check this episode, which is 296, the last one just before this one. Uh, I'd really recommend you check it out because it's not like mystical mm. or woo-woo. Mm-hmm. It just describes every part of your body. And I mean, like, not every part, <laughs> but many parts. And it really connects you to yourself. You feel into your body. And this is really what creates so much anxiety in this today, you know, digital age where we are not connected to our bodies. We are kind of in our heads and we're or even outside of our heads. We're like so obsessed with what's on social media, what's on the news, uh, what, I don't know, achievement you're working towards. It's all this external stuff and we forget to dive inwards. And this is where we feel home. This is where we feel like we can breathe. This is where the anxiety dissipates and the stress leaves. This is where we feel better, I really think. So check it out. Yeah. It just makes you so fully present. Yeah. Which is exactly (laughs) what you were just saying. You were describing how to be unpresent. Yeah. You know, scroll on your phone, focus on external X, Y, Z. Whereas this just like, 
drops you in and Mm. it's nine minutes. It's very quick. So that's another reason why I love it. Mm -hmm. Especially, I love our meditations because that's why they're very accessible and they're very doable. Sometimes you can think, oh, you've got to do 20 minutes in the morning, 20 minutes in the afternoon. Only then are you a good meditator. It's just simply not true. So don't listen to anyone who ever tells you that. It's not true. There's many, many ways to meditate. And whatever works for you <laughs> is the best way. Like that's the funny thing. If yes. anyone, if literally anyone says this is the right way, if you don't do it this way, you're a failure. I call bullshit and I will swear because it makes me really mad because it makes you feel less than. Mm-hmm. It makes you feel like, oh, I can't do what they do. I'm not as good as them. And I hate that in so many, so many ways. I hate that whole someone someone or some method is on a pedestal. We are so against that. We're yes. like, find the way that works for you. And then, you know, our way might be that works for you. So come join us. Have fun. Let's do this together. Uh, and let's all lift each other up instead of, hey, I'm up here. You're always going to stay down there. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh, ugh, ugh. <laughs> okay, so 296, go check it out if you haven't done so already. And if you do, let us know how you enjoy that embody meditation. It's absolutely one of my favorites, but that is not what we are talking about today, believe it or not. We are talking what? about something different. Uh, so we had a conversation with a friend the other day. We did. And this is what has inspired this conversation, as many a conversation is inspired by real life. <laughs> Actually, every conversation is inspired by real life Duh. uh but this conversation was this friend was telling us how they haven't done pilates in five days straight they feel blur they feel really bad about it they feel guilty like why you know Last month I was doing it every day, sometimes twice a day, and now I've had five days and I haven't done a thing. I've only done yoga. I've, you know, I've only done some leisurely bike rides. Mm. I'm a failure. <laughs> Me and Emmy are like, hold up. <laughs> like, no, you're not. Yeah. And so that's what we want to talk about today, about, you know, the times when maybe you skip a workout or two, or three, or a week, or a month. Maybe you do something, maybe it's something else. Maybe it's like you had a great meditation and now you don't meditate anymore. Maybe it's you were eating very healthy and you felt great and now you're not anymore. It's like you're doing something, inverted commas, good, good, (laughs) that you feel is like, you know, comes with a sense of achievement. You Maybe it's one of your goals, I want to do more of this, and Mm. you have your routine and then, hey, life happens. Something stops you. And it could be that there's a health issue. There could be more stress in another area of your life. It could be a family member becomes unwell and you you become so, you know, your focus is elsewhere. And, like, this is the point. This is life, isn't it? As we always go on, there's ebbs and flows of everything. And sometimes you do need to change your routine. And sometimes it's not a bad thing. Even if it's like, you know, to be a good person, you should do this exercise and eat this and blah, 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 blah. Sometimes that's poison. Uh-huh. Sometimes your exercise routine is bad for you. Sometimes your eating plan is bad for you. Really, the most important thing is to tune in to what you need right now. And that might be rest. Yeah. No Pilates. Yeah. I think it's it's hard though, like, because that's not really like this situation you know like i get it when you choose to rest and you stop good yeah go you you've listened to your body that's epic but what about the moments where you don't even know why 
Yeah. But you missed it and then you punish yourself. Yeah. Like how do we mm. how do we stop punishing ourselves for yeah. past us for missing something or skipping something or doing yeah. something that now you feel guilty about and so now you're bringing it into your present even though it was last week. But I know the answer. You know the answer. It's acceptance. It's accepting what is. It's mm-hmm. accepting that, hey, I didn't consciously choose that I needed rest. My body, my mind, my everything decided it for me without me deciding it. <laughs> like I've skipped yeah. these workouts for some reason. Yeah. Obviously, I needed a rest. Uh-huh. Or obviously, this workout is not working for me anymore. And I think this is what happens when we do become more connected and also when we start practicing self-acceptance really not just you know I accept myself because this is okay this is my first self-acceptance I accept myself but only when I do Pilates every day (laughs) wait 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 I only I accept myself yes boom 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 I accept myself but I must weigh under 60 kilos like in reality that was me accepting myself I was fit fit I was fit I was thin I didn't sway off my diet. That I wasn't a diet, though. I just chose not to eat these foods, but it wasn't a diet. Because you accepted it. Yeah, and I did Pilates once a day, sometimes twice a day. And yoga. And, yeah, I accept myself. (laughs) (laughs) Wait a minute. Wait a minute. So so your (laughs) self-acceptance came with a list of conditions. That, like, because at that time of my life – they were easy to do. You know, the workouts just came because I had nothing else to do. Uh, that diet was there because I, you know, I that was just my life. My life was literally around these things. Mm. And then it changed. Yes. And then I realised, hold up, like I don't accept myself at all. I only accept myself when I'm doing these things. Mm. So it was like another level. It was like I had to read about acceptance, think I was doing it. And even, like, felt like I was doing it. And then it was like a smack in the face. Oh, yeah, no, I'm not doing it. You don't really accept yourself. No. Because if you don't do Pilates, then you make yourself feel guilty. Yeah. And, like, the perfect example. Like, this is, like, one of the examples of a sick and twisted sister relationship. Uh, Are you ready for it? Yeah. Like, I'm sure you have this with your friends and sisters, too. If you're really close and, you know, you do similar things, like if I was having a rest day and then I found out Carla was, you know, at the gym or doing Pilates, I'd be like, oh, like, no, she has to skip her workout too. I have to go do my workout now. And, like, I so would do that and not out loud. No, in your mind. You would do it too. Yeah, of course. It was like a competition, (laughs) but, like, with ourselves but with each other. Yeah, so it was weird. It's actually a – It's sick. I read this. It's actually toxic, guys. Uh, it's a toxic friendship or a to- toxic sister relationship. Oh, oh, man. Yeah, this is the past. So we don't do this anymore. Yay! We're no longer toxic. But uh, I was reading actually about toxic friendships and one of the key things was like you sabotage each other. We totally and did that. Uh, you inspire the sabot- like you inspire yeah. the other one yeah. to jump on board. When do you think we still do this? Mm-mm. Okay, good. No, I don't. I really don't. I don't think like, so either. When you, um, like I went to yoga. Yeah, yesterday. I didn't feel, you bad. didn't feel bad. Hell no. Yeah, I cool. was like, there you good go. for you, sis. Yeah, you were like, go to yoga. Yeah, you do that. Yeah. International <laughs> yoga day. You go, girl. <laughs> like, meanwhile, meanwhile, I was eating cake yeah. at North Stradbroke Island mm. and, like, enjoying my life in a whole other way. Yeah, and so – and you know what? It can actually work in – um depending how you feel toward it, I guess. 
So we used to really, it was more like a competition and it was if like, oh, if you uh, binged on peanut M&M's, yes. then I was like, well, I'm going to do that too. No, it was like But this. then you were like, you should do this. Yeah. No, it was almost like, you know, if I felt like, because we used to binge eat and we would do it together, mm. obviously. Uh, and I do remember, yeah, I would eat bad, then I would, like, probably say things to inspire you to eat, eat bad. bad. So yeah. it would make me feel better about myself. Yeah, and then we... This is not funny, but no, it is. Like, no. it's good to talk about it's, it. It is good, and it's good to, like, dissect it and to uh, be honest about it. Yeah. Because it was something that we tried to do hidden. Like, it well, was, it wasn't, we didn't want you to know that I was, I didn't want you to know that I was trying to get you to eat bad, but it made me feel better. Yeah. And when I say bad, I mean in, like, we were binging. It wasn't, it wasn't like, I'm going to have a beautiful piece of cake and no. enjoy this. It was like, no, I'm going to make myself feel sick with the amount of yeah. food that I'm going to eat. So interesting. Because um, I'd restricted myself for so many weeks or months. And when you would do it with me, I would, I would feel like, uh, more validated about it. Like I wouldn't – I would feel like, oh, it's okay that I'm doing this because I'm not doing it by myself or I'm I'm not the only one. Yeah, I would feel better about it. Yeah, so – but then really I was just choosing to take you down with me. Yeah. Because it, like, it was like it was not a nice place to be. Like we would go down a bit of a dark hole for a bit and feel bad after the binge. Well, then we talk like, about feeling okay, bad. All right, what should we do on Monday? Like let's make sure that we eat X, Y, Z and go to the gym and make sure we go twice and blah, 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 blah. Like it was like all of these conditions. If we eat this, then we must do X, Y, yeah. Z, punish ourselves this much, be in pain this much because of what we did. Yeah. And, I mean, it also happened, I mean, today you had a memory on Facebook and it was mm. you starting that initial <laughs> way back when. 2011? 2011, yeah, before we even started Merrymakers when you did that, how many weeks? 12, 12 weeks. Week. Oh, no, it was up. in 2012. It was the same yeah. year that we started. I think we started Merrymakers just. Uh, no, like we started it right after. Right after, but it really started 2013. 13. Um, That was Merrymakers, by the way. We probably had like a coded sister conversation that yeah. made sense to no one then. We're um, just speaking dates. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that. Uh, but, yeah, so Carla shared this post on Facebook and we were laughing because it's like, wow, like why did you share that? All the time we have these moments. Uh-huh. Past Emma and Carla. Uh, and it was about your first week on your diet, how you lost a kilo and a bit and how like, yes, progress, yes, results, blah, 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 blah. Can't wait to work harder this week. And, I mean, like I remember seeing this. And I, honestly, I wasn't really that happy for you. I was like, hang on a minute, you're going to get thin. What about me? And that's the reality. I was, like, worried that you're going to, like, lose all this weight and look beautiful because that's all I cared about back then. So I was like, well, I've got to do it too Yeah, to us it was like thin equals beauty, thin equals achievement, not what we believe now, guys, at all. (laughs) Well, it was so toxic that that's why we're doing what we do because mm. we realized our obsession with thinness you know it, it wasn't it wasn't like like how did we get that way we didn't we weren't born that no. way we we read the media we grew up with dolly magazines we saw the models uh we were like children of the 90s where julia styles was the it girl mm. and she was like very thin mm-hmm. past ballerina right <laughs> I want, who knows? I don't know. But, like, everyone who was cool was thin. Mm-hmm. And everyone who was beautiful was thin. Mm-hmm. Like, you compare it to today's day and age, completely different. And today is happening because of the toxicity from the 90s. Mm. 
Uh, and 2000s, I would say. Yeah, even. we'll end the rest. All yeah. of it. It's all toxic. Now, I, I guess now is better because it's more diverse, but still... Like, there's so much more work to do because even, like, the larger models, they still apparently are perfect with their larger curvy bodies. Mm. Like, they have the perfect womanly shape. Mm -hmm. Like, I can understand, like, when you don't have a womanly shape, if you don't have a waist, Mm -hmm. it's no matter the size of you, there's still something inverted wrong with you. Yeah, like, Mm. I would never get picked for a modelling shoot. Even if you're curvy or not curvy. Yeah, because my body is just... Where's your waist? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Seriously, like this is just no. But even me, I don't have a waist either. It's like, just like my waist is like. Firstly, it's like two centimeters tall. <laughs> <laughs> like the space yeah, between my ribs and hips. I don't know about <laughs> anyone else, but the space between our bottom rib and our hips is like nothing. Like we I'm have like, massive ribs. <laughs> where are my organs? <laughs> but also, we are really, so protected. You know, we have big, by my ribs. You have big lungs. You can like <laughs> oh, yes. And a big but, heart. But this is really and funny. A big you... <laughs> oh, God. oh, this is getting funny. But yeah, like the point is that stupid body ideals have ruined our lives. No. Like, but really they have. they have. They led to many mental issues. And you know, we have come out the other side and we know so many of you and other people often don't. Mm. They don't come to the truth that beauty lies in everything mm-hmm. it's all about perception beauty lies in the beholder yeah like, like we see it. we're we the ones who get to choose what beauty is <sighs> like not someone else but how do we remember this all the time because this is the trouble because i even forget sometimes because we just have to keep reminding ourselves yeah that's all and yeah of course we're gonna forget it's yeah. been 30-odd years of brainwashing. Yeah. So we need to unforget. We need to unlearn. We need to relearn. And the moment where you catch yourself not seeing the beauty, because mm. there's beauty in everything, we can choose that. We absolutely can. The moment we realise we're not choosing that is the moment we then can practice choosing it again. Yeah. And it's just a constant choice. It's so interesting. It's exactly what we're talking about in this podcast, the five days break from your exercise routine, we can choose it as a bad thing or we can choose it as a mm. good thing. Mm. We can choose it as medicine for us because we yeah. needed the rest or we choose bad, bad human yeah, who did not so do your workout. It's so interesting. I mean, I think really the answer is way more self-acceptance and way more self-compassion, mm-hmm. understanding that, your humanness, like your ups and downs, like that's the magic. Mm. It's not something to be ashamed of. It's not something to punish. It's like who are you comparing yourself to? Mm. Like what are you trying to be and why? Yeah, but this is the thing where all when we realise or if you don't realise, if you've had a moment where you feel guilty or that you're a failure because you didn't, do X, Y, Z, you skipped a few days or you ate this or whatever it might be. We're comparing ourselves to the perfect version of ourselves Mm. that doesn't even exist. We have this idea that we should be, Mm. in this occasion, doing Pilates every single day, maybe twice a day. And if we don't, that equals failure. That equals you are not 
are your your highest best self. Do you know what's the best when you come to that point where you can accept yourself and you have self-compassion and you find people that do that too? I think that's the magic spot. You know, like yeah. I have a friend named Carla who accepts me for who I am. Yes. And, you know, you are there for me even when I am my worst. Yeah. And when I maybe react poorly, yeah, you get cranky back, but you you forgive me yes (laughs) see even when i stutter you forgive me yeah we don't edit it out and i mean that's like the real magic uh because so often you know we'll circle back to the toxic friendship that we once shared Mm -hmm. and although it was toxic we still had a great positive friendship within that it was like a toxic aspect of our friendship yes because you know we weren't competitive in in any other aspect of life and in in like other ways now, like now, we can actually look at that as a positive. Yeah. Because in a way, we each also have given ourselves, sorry, we each have given each other mm. permission as well. Mm. So I think before it was like this inspiring the sabotage or inspiring, mm. like, try and jump on board, come down this dark hole with me. But now it's jump on board. You are enough. Yeah, that's so true. And it's really, it's so beautiful. Yeah, we're very lucky. It's like this permission that we give each other. Oh, like, it's okay. Yeah. (laughs) And, you know, I would suggest, you know, finding that person if you can, but also knowing that you can be that person for yourself. Mm. And that's that whole, like, self-compassion, self-soothing. Like, be with yourself a cuddle. Yeah, be with yourself when you are in those moments of, like, heartache. Even, like, when you do something. You know when you, you react a certain way? And it might be with your partner or whoever, a friend, or it might be at work. That's a really good one. And then you feel ashamed of the way you behaved or you feel like, oh, why did I do that? I know better. Like I was a like that was not my higher self. Like why, why, why? And then you feel guilty about that and you feel ashamed about that. But the moment then you can, as you say, give yourself a cuddle and be like, it's all right. Like you tried your best. You're human okay, you can do better next time. But even if you don't, like, it's still still okay. okay. I think that is an amazing practice. And it's all about self-acceptance, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Accepting your flaws, accepting that you're not superhuman, accepting that, yeah, you can always do better, but you know what? It doesn't matter. Just keep going. Keep breathing. Keep taking that step. Yeah. It really is like a act of self-forgiveness, that is. And self-forgiveness absolutely falls into the same bucket as self-acceptance. And I kind of like using the word forgiveness because similar to the word respect because they really do have this active, Mm. like this action behind it. Like I know what it means to respect you. Mm. I know what it means to respect others. Therefore, I can understand what it means to respect myself. Okay, well, how would I treat that person? Well, I'm going to treat myself with that same respect. Same with, oh, someone stuffed up. They've come to me. They've apologized. That's freaking hard to Mm. apologize. That's courage. Well Mm. done, person. Maybe I can forgive them. Maybe, (laughs) depending on what it is. But that's a really interesting thing because we – 
really the practice of forgiveness comes before the apology. We shouldn't have to wait for their action. No, no, I'm just that's like, real. I'm, that's no, true, true forgiveness. But I mean more so like I can understand what forgiveness is of myself. Whereas yeah. when I say acceptance, it's hard, It's sometimes. No, that's the same thing. You accept others. No, I'm just saying that. I think I think forgiveness is a word that is more easier to understand. Well, I think it's been part of maybe the story and narrative of yeah. your, your life. But I for think it's I think it's also in a lot more stories, in a lot more movies. Yeah, so it's like, been in your life for yeah. longer. That's what yes. I'm saying. Like it, acceptance is a newer term yes. for you. I think though when you when you say I forgive myself for doing that thing, whatever, yeah. or saying that sentence or stuffing up in that speech yeah. or I don't know tripping over when you feel like yeah ashamed and it's like it's okay you're a human like I forgive myself uh it's also the the moral of the story is just, it's just another way of accepting yes what has occurred yes and if you're struggling to understand what acceptance feels like then forgiveness is a is a way to help you yes feel it Yes, of course. Well, it's mm. all interrelated, isn't mm. it? They're all like all these, uh, I guess, actions and emotions are one in the same, really. Mm. Uh, they're all connected. Mm. They all lead you to a, a better place of warmth and the truth, I think. You know, like compassion leads you to the truth that you a, are a human, not a robot. <laughs> yeah. You're flawed and that's okay. Yeah, so if you skip the five days, the seven days, the month, it's okay. Yeah. And, yeah, you could use any of those words. I accept myself right here, right now. I forgive myself for skipping those days. I'm not a, hu- I'm, I'm not a robot. I'm a human. Uh, yeah, so it's like compassion. Again, mm. how do I feel compassion for myself? It's okay that you did mm. that. And that's why meditation is great. Mm. It gives you time to be with yourself, which so often we don't prioritize. But that's the time when we can truly connect and heal and move through the stuff, move through, move through the things so we're less triggered. I mean, and so often we need to, you know, go that much further and, and get therapy or, like, talk about it more, find find the right expert for yourself. Or it might be that you need to go on a retreat or it might be that you need to make sure you do, like once a week, go on the hike by yourself or join the the yoga class. Or read a book. Read a book. It's like you have these things that you need to tick off, not because someone else told you to, but because they make you feel better and more at home within your body. Yeah, and I think that that's probably, you know, the most important thing, like figuring out what, like where do you feel you're able to self-reflect but then also not just self-reflect it's like allowing yourself to notice the thoughts and what's happening and then allowing yourself the time to then practice the acceptance or the forgiveness or the compassion or the respect or whatever it's going to be so I really liked what you just said then about finding the thing because this is where we can sometimes go wrong is that we stay so much in our heads and we're letting the mind run the show that we don't even realize we've been punishing ourselves for X amount of time because of the thing we did in the past. Mm. Like we don't even realize that we've been beating ourselves up mm. about missing the five days mm. for a whole entire week until we just stop mm-hmm. and breathe 
oh, my God, all I've been thinking about is that I haven't been working out. Yeah. And it's because we're so go, go, go. Yeah. And there's everything on our to-do list that we think we have to get done and everything is way more important. And now you're over here. Now you're doing this. And then we just fill it up with more And stuff. we just die. I know. And that's the answer to everything. We always end with that, don't we, Carla? <laughs> and then it's all over. And what's the point? Of anything. <laughs> and it's really the truth. And I think, um, you know, I think we are so attracted to this answer because we are. Like, I think about death all the time. Same. It's like I don't just meditate. I meditate on death all the time. <laughs> like, I just think about it. And what it does for me, it allows me to move past the rubbish. Mm-hmm. It allows me to better see when I'm like, oh, I need that, that shiny thing. It allows me to be like, do I actually? Yeah. No, not really. Do you know what I'd rather do? Spend time with the people I love, working on stuff. Like, get a gelato? Hell yeah. Of course I would. Of course I would rather go with people, even myself. <laughs> Enjoy the gelato. Right now we live in the Gold Coast, so gelato is by the beach. And gelato is all seasons. It really is, especially on the Gold Coast where winter is not real. Like this is this is the most important thing in life. The gelato. Go get it. Exactly. Oh, and you know what the heck? Switcheroo gelato for whatever that might be for you. What's the best flavour though? Well oh. you really need to try this Brisbane shop. I forget it's last something M. <laughs> I Good job, Emma. I am always a chocolate. No, I I had the chocolate. Person. It was dark chocolate mm, yeah. and pistachio, which is pronounced pistachio. I think it's pistachio. Pistachio. <laughs> Who knows? Uh, pistachio. Pistachio <laughs> flavor gelato. Oh my gosh. Who knew, right? Because I never would have picked that flavour until we met Damiano. Macadamia, I would have picked. Yeah, I wouldn't have. I know mum loves macadamia. She was she was always a macadamia ice cream kind of gal. Uh <laughs> I was always about the triple chunk brownie. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think you should get this flavour that is called Bow and Bow or Bobo. And I what think was it called? Bobo, maybe. Okay. Uh, and it's like mascarpone. I'm just oh, laughing. Really? If anyone is Italian, they're laughing at our Australian accent yes. so much. Mascarpone cheese uh, with hot chocolate sauce. What? Yes. Like I probably need to find this name. This is not a sponsored podcast. But they put hot chocolate sauce on it? I think it's it? like hot Nutella. Um, like, did it melt the gelato too quick or was it fine? No, well, I saw other people eating it and my, I was You like, didn't get the hot chocolate? Yeah, I regretted That's it. But no, my flavor was decision. so good. But so I does really need to the find... Wait, does the hot chocolate sauce automatically come with the yeah, mascarpone? Yeah, that flavor. That is the flavor. But I'm, That's impressive, I yeah, must say. Yeah, but I really need to find it and it's going to take a long time. But wait, you sent it to Maddie, didn't you? Yeah, that's what I'm actually... But wait, Maddie. what about... Oh, um, whipped cream. Do they put that on top? Yeah, you just have to pay 50 cents, I think. <laughs> uh, and guys, yeah, this isn't sponsored, but if you are in Brisbane, you, you should need go, to go visit. I haven't like, gone yet. I'm pretty sure every time I go to Brisbane, I might really go to this. Uh, la- <laughs> just spell it. <laughs> la-, <laughs> la Marcel. La Marceleria? I can't even read it. The, it's Lamasaleria? Very, it's very small, the... L-A. The little logo. But I'm going on the... From Italy to Australia, it says, the concept. La 
Massalaria. La Massalaria. Macalaria? Well, anyway. Uh, Silent C, I would assume. In Brisbane, apparently there's quite a few locations. All right, let's pop the link in the show uh, notes. They Like, seriously, they look at all these great little, the process. Oh, I like their website. Info, infographics. Infographics. Why Australia? After an exploratory journey in 2009, they fell in love with this amazing country and decided Aww. that Australia was the place they wanted to live. Well, that's, that's so nice. nice. Uh, so Thank we'll, you for being here and bringing us beautiful gelato. So we'll pop the link to the gelato shop in the show notes. Yeah, that must be their, like, trademark flavour because I've just seen Bow and Bow Gelato PTY LTD oh is their business name. That's so cool. I love so, them. yeah, that's cool. They do lots of blog posts. You do die. So eat the gelato <laughs> and it's okay that you missed a few days, a week, a month, a year of and working out. It's okay that, you know, wherever you are in life, it's okay where you are. Mm. And if you do wish to make a change, you can. Mm. Uh, sometimes if there's something stopping us, so say it's like, okay, let's, we're on this workout example. Mm. Maybe you've never worked out and you're like, I really wish I worked mm. out. I wish I could create that habit. It's like check in with what you're trying to achieve and see if you can change it mm-hmm. to be something that you can do. As in like, okay, a typical thing might be like, I want to go to the gym every day or I want to run every day. Mm. They're really typical exercise things, and they kind of both suck, in my opinion. I don't like running. I don't really love the gyms. Like, I'll go to the gym. I want If I want to lift weights, I'm going to go to the gym. But it's not my favourite place to be at all. And so you're definitely not going to go every day because you don't even want to go at all. So then it's about finding something that's more fun. Dance class. Merry body. Yes. Uh, online at-home workouts. You roll yes. out of bed in your pyjamas. Like, don't do what you think you have to do. Do the thing that you do, that you want to do. Do the thing that works. Do the thing that... And not re- works, but fits into your life. Yeah, the thing that has less friction between mm-hmm. you right now and you at the end of that workout. Yeah. Reduce that friction. Absolutely. I mean, this is exactly why we're doing one-on-one chats with every single one of our Marybody members. Yes. I mean, it's going to take us a while. We've got a lot of members, but we're doing them. And it's really exciting. I'm so Me too. Because <laughs> I'm well, I am just excited to chat to you all. But B, I know that this like goal setting and you know, sometimes we have this idea of what success or this idea of what we should be doing. Mm. It's good to talk about it and it's it's good to kind of understand yourself. And maybe what's happening is you're actually living by the should be's. Mm. So therefore you're setting yourself up for failure. Like Mm-hmm. You're just not giving yourself even the best shot. Yep. So that's what we're going to be really talking. I know that lots of our conversations yeah. are going to be like this. I think. And I'm, I'm excited. Me too. And I think this is the balance, isn't it? Especially in our 2021 or this time of our lives. There's such a big emphasis on self-improvement and like pushing the human capacity. Like that's all around us, isn't it? Uh, and sometimes it's like, you know, there's a special kind of human who's going to run up Mount Everest. Like, not every human is going to do it. <laughs> I don't know if anyone's done that. <laughs> but, you know, like, I'm exaggerating. <laughs> Maybe the future will be that. <laughs> so, I don't know. I watched that Everest movie the other night. I don't think anyone's running up that mountain. But you know what I mean? Like, the people who are, like, pushing themselves <laughs> to that 
Like that degree. Yes. And I mean, the thing is, yeah, we, like the people who are holding their breath underwater for like yeah, an hour, or like the people who are just like dedicating their lives to this one thing. Yes. Whatever it might be. I mean, there's a guitar right here. Guitar. Learning to be the best guitar player. Like, that is going to take up so much of your time, regardless of your natural-born talent or not. Practice, practice, practice. Your life is one big guitar practice. That's what you need to do. Same with everything. If you want to be better, you just simply need to practice. And that's the cool thing. As a human, our brains are plastic. They're easy to mold with practice. Mm. So we just have to choose, hey, I'm going to dedicate half an hour every day to do this thing. I'm a human. I can do this. But the hard thing is sticking to that routine. So this is the thing. It's like finding the finding the thing that works for us and also knowing that we don't have to be superhuman. Yeah. So as you were started yeah. that conversation and yeah. dwindled off into guitar playing, you meant like we don't have to hop on that train of yes. extreme self-improvement. Yeah, we don't have to. We don't have to. And we can decide not to listen to that and we can decide that actually – I am enough right here, right now. But what I want to do is I want to make, I want to, I want to feel present. I want to be, I want to experience life to its fullest. I want to stop beating myself up about silly things and not silly. I don't mean like that they're menial because they're not because they affect your life greatly when you allow them to. I want to stop that. I want to stop feeling guilty. I want to stop feeling bad. There's ways that you can do that. Um, yoga, Pilates, and meditation is like the best way, in my opinion. It's that's what helped me get through all of the beating myself up of all of the years. That's exactly what I'm it was. I'm so glad we don't do that so much. Yes, anymore. and I think if that is what how you want to self improve, then yes, because it's going to make every aspect of your life so much better. It's not about self improvement, as in hold your breath for longer or let's like push the human body to the extreme. Let's like build these muscles and blah, blah, blah. It's about experiencing life with more joy and more freedom. And I think even it's like just experiencing life. Yes. Like we don't even need to add. Yeah, so true. You can experience whatever you're experiencing because there's an ebb and a flow. Because this is the thing. It's like. That's what we're missing, I feel, in this day and age, especially in the westernized cultures. It's like we're not fully embracing life because we're so worried about getting that Instagram shot (laughs) (laughs) or whatever it is you're worried about or looking perfect Yes, or you're so worried about that extra five kilos you're carrying and it's enough is enough because, as we said again, you die. Yeah. So let's experience this moment right now, whatever you're doing, like as you're listening, really reflect. Where are you? Where are you listening to us? Look around, take it in, breathe it in and feel it, experience it. Maybe you'll feel gratitude for whatever it is. Maybe you'll feel joy. Yeah. But you will definitely feel a sense of presence. And something. You'll feel something. <laughs> and... If that's the kind of self-improvement that we're, that we're working toward, then I'm all is. for that. Yeah, I'm all for that too. Mm. So if you missed the five days, the week, the month, anything, if you've skipped a workout, if your routine has just like gone to hell, I don't know where it went, went somewhere, remember that it's okay. Hmm. <laughs> all right. If you loved this episode, let us know. We'd love to hear about it. Uh, review and comment. We love that and it helps us. 
Also share it with a friend. If you know someone is struggling with their skipping of workouts, this is the perfect episode for them. So (laughs) hit forward, send it to them, and thank you. We love you. We do. Okay, bye. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone.